Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to do a tribute episode to the late, great DMX, who tragically passed away today uh, at the age of 50. And uh, I kind of wanted to go uh, in, not do a quick little deep dive in maybe three of his uh, of some of my favorite movies that he was in. Uh, one of the first one being uh, Romeo Must Die. Uh, it came out in 2000, even though he didn't have like a big part in the movie. Um, uh, that that's that, I think that was probably the first time I had you know probably had seen him outside of. I knew a couple of his songs, like you know the Rough Rider anthem and uh, uh, Party Up. You know those songs were. You know, everybody knew those songs in the late 90s going into the 2000s and things like that. But, uh, but I kind of wanted to go over, you know, some of my favorite movies with him, uh, even though he's not really known as a, as a movie star uh, and things like that. But I'll, I'll go over maybe three films. Uh, the first one is the aforementioned uh, Romeo Must Die. It, uh, it's uh, Jet Li, uh, Aaliyah. And it's Jet Li, Aaliyah, Isaiah Washington, Delroy Lindo, DMX, Russell Wong, and all those people like that. And uh, it was it's kind of like uh, a modern day, like Romeo and Juliet. You know, you have this this guy, this uh, uh, this uh, ex cop turned convict uh, who is in a Hong Kong prison who returns to the United States in. Um, in, I want to say it's in Florida, somewhere in Tampa Bay or Miami area, and things like that, but, uh, but, uh, he returns to kind of avenge his brother's death, but at the same time, his family is in the middle of, in the middle of a turf war with this black, flint, this black family, led by Delroy Lindo, who's also trying to, uh, establish himself into some real estate and of course he has a beautiful daughter played by Aaliyah and then these two ended up falling for each other and kind of go on this crazy little uh, revenge scheme and this this uh, this murder mystery so to speak DMX is in it he plays the club owner who's kind of like the the last end of the, the last end of the uh, of the cleanup crew so to speak like once they get his club and once they get all that stuff you know this this little this former this these people who are pulling strings behind the scenes are kind of going to be the one to do it. Like I said, DMX didn't really have a big part in Romeo Must Die. Um, yeah, but it is a good movie. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't really matter. Uh, it was supposed to be the launching pad for Aaliyah's career uh, into films. And uh, unfortunately, the movie came out in 2000. And unfortunately, Aaliyah would pass away the following year as well. And, and it's crazy now. You know, DMX did the... Um, the tribute video to her and then you know here we are 20 years later same thing happened to dmx uh you know it's it is kind of tragic the next film uh on my list is uh, exit wounds and uh is uh exit wounds which dmx has a bigger role in and um to where he plays more of a um uh, he plays more of a, I don't want to say corrupt business person, but um, he plays uh, somebody 
you know, just trying to, uh, trying to do the right thing to help his brother out, his brother who's been wrongly convicted of things. And now, now, don't get me wrong, he is involved in some underground things, but he's not really a killer, so to speak. You know, Exit Moons was, it was, uh, DMX was in it, Steven Seagal was in it, um, uh, Isaiah Washington was in it, Michael Jai White, Bill Duke, Anthony Anderson, a lot of people were in it, and as a matter of fact, it was directed by the same guy who did, um, who did, uh, Romeo Must Die, so, this one, this film, DMX actually gives, like, a pretty, a pretty solid performance, you know what I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's not bad, it's a much bigger role than he had in Romeo Must Die, but, you know, it's, the story is a little bit, you know, to where, like, Romeo Must Die was based on, like, Romeo and Juliet, to where Exit Wounds, Exit Wounds, I think it's based on a book of the same name, uh, yeah, it's based on a book, and it's about these two guys on the opposite sides of the law, you know, Steven Seagal being the cop, and then DMX being the drug dealer having to come together, because they realized that the crooked police, they're going after crooked cops, and basically it was because of these crooked cops that, you know, Steven Seagal is, Steven Seagal's uh, former partner and captain were killed, were the same people who set up DMX's brother, and things like that, so... That was an interesting movie. I think the action was a little bit... I don't want to say better, but... The the action was a little bit better in Exit Wounds. Although, Roman Must Die had way better fight scenes. Because that was more of a martial arts film than it was an action film. Than like a heavy-duty shoot-em-up, so to speak. You know? So, um... It, it's pretty cool. It, it was pretty cool to see that... Uh, to see kind of... You know, DMX kind of grow into that. And then... The last film, and ironically, that's an, an uh, ironically, DMX is the three films that I'm covering with DMX. All have the same director. Uh, I I I I do know who it is. I just have trouble pronouncing his name, so I'm not even going to attempt that uh, to even do that. But Cradle to the Grave, Jet Li, DMX, Anthony Anderson, um, Kelly Hugh, Tom Arnold, Gabrielle Union. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark, De, ooh, I can't even say that guy's name either. I'm reading, I'm looking at it right now, but I'm not even gonna try to do it. But uh, that was a little bit different. That was that was an complete. That was a completely different. Um, a uh, a completely different. Uh, a completely different mindset because now he plays a. Um, a little bit of a uh, he not a jewel thief, but he kind of does like, you know, these kind of backdoor, he's not a businessman, he's just more of like, you know, kind of stealing things and things like that, basically like a paid thief, so to speak, and when he comes across these black diamonds uh, that are, you know, really rare, because, you know, no, I don't think anybody had ever seen a black diamond like that before, and they got to be worth something, and unfortunately, he steals the, the he steals those diamonds thinking he can get paid for, however, Little does he know that that is part of a uh, crystallized weapon into making, you know, weapons of mass destruction, which is why when Jet Li's character comes in, he plays a, um, I want to say he plays like a, a, some type of Asian intelligence. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Chinese or Korean or Taiwanese or Filipino or something like that. It's, it's one of those, or, uh, it's one of those Oriental nations that he plays. He basically plays like a, a secret agent from another, from one of those countries, 
that he's kind of the one looking for those diamonds too. And then it all kind of comes to a head when DMX kind of comes full circle in that because, yeah, he doesn't want nothing to do with these diamonds, but when the guy who who the diamonds belong to kidnapped DMX's daughter, now he's involved permanently. Now he's got to do whatever he's got to do to get her back and things like that. So him and... That's another movie where, you know, him and his co-star on opposite sides of the law have to come together to take out this, you know, this this guy who's using weaponized uh, diamonds to make weapons of mass destruction and wipe out the earth. And this one's a little bit different because he plays a father now. Because now he plays a father and things like that. And Cradle to the Grave is pretty good. I think it's, I, I want to say that's DMX's best movie. He went on to make more movies after that. Like, I know he did Never Die Alone and... Um, and movies like that, but he never, I don't know if DMX was ever going to even attempt to kind of go to, um, kind of go into, you know, the world of acting and things like that, because I want to say after Never Die Alone, uh, which I vaguely remember that one, I didn't really watch that one, uh, but after that he had a, he had like a slew of movies that went straight to DVD, you know, they went straight to, to the video on demand and things like that, but man, he's, He's definitely those three movies, the the ones that are the standouts ones. Like when I think of DMX in movies, those are what I think of. Now when I think of DMX the rapper, Rough Riders Anthem, Party Up, X Gonna Give It To You, um, Who We Be, you know, DMX has had some bangers over the years, and uh, I know he struggled in the late two thousands, two thousand tens, you know, with you know drugs, and he struggled with depression, and you know he had that issue with you know, his uh, biological parents and things like that. I know the guy was struggling. I know the guy was going through it, you know, but, um, you know, he did his best to kind of stay ahead of, you know, stay on top of things and things like that. It was crazy. I mean, he had some, he had some of the craziest bars I think I've ever heard. Uh, I can't really think of some off the top of my head. I got some down. I know somebody made like an Instagram video or a TikTok, you know, talking about it and things like that and there, there are some I might I might put I'm gonna put a posting on the uh, on the Madhouse podcast uh, I'm a, on the on the Madhouse Instagram page of the of the uh, of the verse he spit about you know trust and loyalty and things like that because that that, that, that kind of really stuck with me I didn't realize how you know how deep this guy could really be despite what you saw on the outside you know him kind of being out there and things like that uh, but yeah, those are those are my you know three films and a couple of songs that I, that I admire about you know DMX. You know DMX was a DMX was a was an unsung hero in the early two thousands when it came to movies or even music and things like that. And no doubt he'll definitely go down as one of the greats, one of the greats. I will say that. Uh, but anyway, that's gonna conclude today's episode. Uh, like I said, R.I.P. to uh, DMX. Uh, it's unfortunate that he was he was struggling with his demons, you know, so to speak, and things like that, and they just kind of got the better of him, even though he might have did beat him. Something about, you know, being on drugs and being on, you know, depressions uh, and anxiety and things like that. Mental health is something serious. Uh, drug abuse is also serious as well. You know, I encourage everybody to uh, get help, you know, if you need the help, if you have a problem. You know, if you got those friends who you check in on every day, I will check in on them no matter what. You know, even if they are having a good day, make sure you check in on them and things like that. Spread the love. Embrace the madness. 
as always. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes regarding the video game series. Uh, that's also coming out. And then uh, make sure you follow the Madhouse on all podcast platforms. And make sure you follow the Madhouse Podcast 21 on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, once again, guys, embrace your inner madness and RIP to uh, the great DMX.